Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to Chillin' with Ice with me, Lori Fetrick, or most of you know me as Ice from the American Gladiators. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we're going to dive in and go behind the scenes on the number one hit iconic show of the 90s. It's time to get up close and personal on what drove us to be gladiators, what challenges we faced, and how we overcame to reach all of our goals. I know in this first season, inquiring minds want to know, was there drama, fights, hookups? Are we all still friends? What did we do in our personal lives and how are we staying in such good shape years later? Well, stay right here and let's get into Chillin' with Ice. Before we dive into our incredible episode today, I want to let you know that this is a self-funded podcast and I would love your support. For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, you can donate to my Patreon page and that would make all the difference in the world. For the small donation, you will get back so much in rewards like you can watch all of my podcasts on video. I will have exclusive content like behind the scenes footage, a private Facebook group where you can interact with me directly and other VIP fans, a monthly Q&A, direct shout outs and follows from me to you on your social media and so much more. Find me on Patreon at Chillin' With Ice or click the link in the show notes now. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome back to Chillin' with Ice, and we've got another great episode here. We have two gentlemen here that I was on their podcast before, which was Beer with Friends, which was an amazing podcast. But today what we're going to talk about is these two gentlemen went to film school together, and we're going to talk about some of the obstacles they hit, what inspired them, what, you know, how they went from film school to podcasting to beer with friends. We've got a lot to talk about today, so let's introduce these. I'm here to my left is Jeff. Hello. And by the way... Just a nice little reveal here. Jeff is my producer for Chillin' with Ice. Hey, that's me. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And then this is his podcasting partner, Jai, which is from Beer Beer with Friends when you saw that episode on my uh, YouTube page. So we're going to get into how you guys actually meant, okay, and how you came together and you've created some really amazing films that... You're going to, we're going to talk about all that and what happened to it and where we're going. Mm-hmm. And so, but let's, let's talk, Jai. Yeah. I mean, well, hold on a second. We've got beer here. We yes. do. We should I probably mean, start with the beer. This is, yes. this is a, it's like beer with friends comes on to chilling with ice. I, yeah. I dig it. This is actually a callback with the tiki. Let me go ahead and grab yeah. that. I'm going to get one as well. This. I love this. Now, we don't have all the cool sounds that you guys have on your podcast. Well, you know. Can you, can you make them as we go? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so on, I will on be the, your sound effect. And on the count of three, we get to open the beers. Yes. Ready? Let's do it. One, two, three. Oh. Now, for those gun. of you that aren't watching on <laughs> yes. YouTube and you're just listening to this, these are craft tiki. Tiki, tiki time. Yeah, yep. by Tropical Cali- Wheat. Mm-hmm. Cali by, Craft. By Cali Craft, yeah. We had them on with your podcast when you came on with us. So yep. okay, you loved them so much. I really just want to dive into that for a second. Yeah. How did you guys 
come together and say, we're going to do a Beer with Friends podcast. All right. So I'll pick this one up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's start with you. So I had, I had this idea with a classmate of mine. He's also a veteran. We met at Columbia College, Hollywood, in film school. And he had this idea. I would like to drink beer for free with my friends. <laughs> and as a fellow college student, also a sailor, I was very okay with this idea. I liked it, you know, and I was going through the producing and acting program. And sure enough, we started shooting some ideas. We came up with the idea of beer run. And we're like, what if we take beer run and run with the idea on different things? So we came up with the, with the merch. We came up with the idea for doing a podcast. We have the idea of an app that's in development and we have an animated series, <gasps> which will be the Brew Crew, but wow. all under this IP. I want to be part of your Brew Crew. Oh, you, you're already part of my oh, Brew thank Crew. Thank you. It's, it's yeah. a, technically we our gotta get you crew. animated in the American Gladiators into Brew Crew. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be so awesome. Oh yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. That would oh, be yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, basically, we shot our first season of Beer Run during the the vid period. Mm -hmm. So we. Drove up in an RV with six of us, made sure we hit 13 breweries in different locations and talked about life and what was happening with going through COVID, small businesses, how the protests were really hot at that time. Oh, yeah. All through the Pacific uh, Northwest, we, Man Rock Brewery. Yeah, we talked to a newly graduate neuroscientist. These ladies were wonderful. One was on the front lines in, in Portland. We went on. To, wow. It, it, was, it was an amazing <laughs> That's thing. That's so cool. Yeah. And I was like, well, how outside of trying because we're still in the process of that cell mm -hmm. but how else can we bring this idea to everyone and the podcast worked out perfect okay so mm -hmm. jeff had came on to the project for editing mm -hmm. and then we're like okay let's get this started yeah and uh, once we came here to third will i mean it started our season two on video and mm -hmm. i think we're killing it yeah. i think you guys are killing it and it's funny jeff because i i mean third wheel and meeting you and you're mm -hmm. such a great producer thank you and i totally see that because i wanted you remember i said yeah. okay jeff i know you're behind the scenes but i i need you to say some things beforehand because it's just fun and you yeah. have a great personality yes <laughs> you know so yeah, thanks tell me your story about you know when when you guys met and everything how that so so i met jai maybe like six seven years ago i wasn't even living in la at the time <laughs> it was just through mutual friends from afi i didn't even go to afi but i went to film school i'm actually a <clears throat> film school dropout yeah <laughs> it's not needed unless you really want it no so i made a film called neil and that went to south by southwest and that blew up made another movie went to Cannes, that blew up and so that kind of what drove me to come out to la eventually met jai and then by the time COVID hit i was living and working here and then really just over COVID, like we were hanging out just a lot and he was talking to me about this beer run thing and I was, and as they were about to leave, it was like, you guys need some help? And he's like, well, I may need some help for editing because it's COVID. Like, there's really not a whole lot, like, going on. Like, like, can, just, I, can I carry your beer somewhere? It, <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks a day. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to be part of it. Yeah. I just wanted to travel, too. But that's, but, that's, but that's coming up. But I didn't go on the trip itself. But after I working with some people, the drive finally came to me. And then I edited, what, it was seven episodes? Uh, we got six down. Six, six down, yeah. It was Los Angeles, Eugene, Oregon, Portland, Seattle, and uh, yeah, all, yeah, Poles Bowl, Washington. Yeah, yeah. And then whenever, and then whenever COVID started, like coming, you know, kind of going away a little bit, 
you know, we're just brainstorming over a beer <laughs> as we do. Like, hey, how do we keep this going? And so it's like, you know what? And like, I su- I've, I've always I been surprised inter- you. Yeah, I've always been interested in podcasting. I know everyone does it and all this other stuff, but let's just try to figure this out. So Jai bought some mics. I bought the beer, and, and the we little, just yeah, little. and the little and yeah, the, our little sa- our little sound pad, and we started up at his house. And then next thing I know, boom, I get a job here at third wheel podcast studio and so it's like cool let's keep this going and let's grow and let's keep making new friends and you know have beers and have beers for free you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's the goal even (laughs) better (laughs) it's it's like sticking with the theme but obviously letting it grow because it's organic yes that that was the that's our whole focus on craft beer Mm -hmm. it is small business and everything well, only, that was going to be my question. Why? Because you guys only do craft beers. That That is actually the base. Okay. Nothing more at home than saying, I want to do a business. So if I came to you and said, I want to do a podcast about, let's say, I don't know, Bud Light, <laughs> you'd say absolutely <laughs> no, because it's got to be craft beer. <laughs> it, it, it's not even that no to Bud Light, because Bud Light does try. But how many one Bud Light recipes are there? Yeah. There's one. Yeah. Well, that's remember, why Bud Light is the, owned by Heisenberg-Busch, who it, also owns, like, like Golden that, Road. You that's know, all in you know, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like yeah. there are craft breweries that are owned by big companies mm-hmm. where you could get them on the airplanes or anywhere around. But there's always something about the one you never heard of. Oh, exactly. You know, I mean, you guys yeah. turned me on to this right here, the Tiki Time, and I was like, holy shit, this is, this is really yeah. good. You yeah. and April gulped it down. Like we had no beers <laughs> left after our episode. We <laughs> had no, we finished all the beer. No after, liar. no after work beer. Watch the episode. You'll see. You will see. Look, here it, here's, here's the real, here it is, Jeff. I'm on an empty stomach today and you're feeding me beer. So you're going to see how this is going to go. Beer for <laughs> breakfast. It's like having it's a It's wheat. It's yeah. like a it's, tropical it's like sandwich. A food. Yeah, and yeah. we're close to the beach and it's a really nice sunny day. So this works out perfect. This episode's actually sponsored by IcedT-shirts.com, and you can get your OG Gladiator hat, you can get your OG t-shirt, you can get Chillin' with Ice hats, Chillin' with Ice t-shirts. I have all kinds of fun stuff on it, so go to IcedT-shirts.com today. So what obstacles have you guys been hitting that you're overcoming right now that has been a challenge for you? Everything. Okay, good. Everything. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Perfect. Yeah. But the goal is you're just keep going. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's the beauty of it. I, I yeah. mean, it's 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 like health is wealth, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be perfect right now. It's the idea that you get to your perfect feeling through your process, no matter how long you want to maintain it. Mm-hmm. You know, so if if we stop putting the pressure on the now, then we're able to actually be ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's really pushy. He's a tourist. <laughs> I'm also a producer, just like you. Yes, but you're you. but you're not too far away from me. You're a cancer. So. Yeah, I, I actually care uh, about yeah. everyone's feelings. You know feelings. what we always say about the cancers? Yeah. It's no. a disease that never goes away. Well. Like only people who don't like crab. Jai has mustache cancer. Yeah, I guess If that's a thing. It keeps growing. It does. That is, I love yep. your mustache. You yeah. So no, you're right. It, it's the it's the you keep pushing and you becoming you know your yeah. your better self and, and and you feel comfortable and you're authentic and about what easy. you're doing. It's easy when it's you love so what you're easy. doing. I mean, growing up in, in in the film industry and television industry, transitioning to podcasting and knowing like Adobe Premiere and cameras and mics and just all of the basic things that 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 makes something that makes a product really good with production value. Once it started with podcasting, it was just like, okay, it's just a conversation, you know? Yeah. 
But you're still doing, you're still pursuing your film career. Of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, of course. Both of yeah. you, I love that. Of you're course. like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jai has notes on a script that I sent him like months and months yeah, and yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. I have we'll notes. We'll work it. Yeah. I have notes. I have to give them to you, but oh, we've been okay. so overwhelmed with this. We, we have, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, the key thing, <laughs> but the key thing is, is don't, is, is don't stop. And it's also just, just easy. And of course, there's time, there's money, there's commitment, and all those things that you have to, to balance out. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, put it up online and meet cool people such as yourself and other people and it's, it's just awesome and, and you stay, can't staying active yeah staying really very staying active, active with yeah it. you know that's i think that's the funnest part you know just to be like okay we got this 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 well and it's like when you do something everybody asks me how do you how do you go from zero to ten <laughs> basically you know mm -hmm. and you achieve your goals and without quitting and giving up it's like i tell them i say i do something every single day towards my goal. It doesn't matter if it's tiny, small, mm -hmm. an email, a phone call, Period. whatever it may be. As long as I'm doing something every single day towards my goal, it just starts to evolve yeah. and exactly. it happens. Yes. Exactly. exactly. You know? and, yeah. and we're all so impatient. I'm mm -hmm. super impatient and I'm like, yeah. I want it now, daddy. <laughs> 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 I've heard her say that with you. I've heard her say, say that with, in a couple of the sessions I produced. Like, exactly. Like, daddy, where's daddy? Who's like, daddy? Am I'll I be your daddy, daddy baby. Daddy? <laughs> you can be my daddy. Lori, you were the closest thing to a father that I'll ever Fuck have. Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry, dad. I love you. <laughs> I will cheers to that. Cheers to that. Love you, dad. It's all right. Your dad, me, me and your dad got it. We'll, yeah, we'll oh, yeah. It. oh, yeah. Yeah. My dad will watch this and he'll just be like, oh, God, here we go. Oh, again. here we yeah, go. And, and my dad has such a radio voice. Like, he used to commentate for sports and, yep. like, the oh, weather and so stuff. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, 30 yeah. years. 30 years, yeah. And so, can uh, you, yeah. Can, can you give me an example? You can mimic him. I'm going to know uh, you can. Go ahead. Like, go he'll, for it. He'll, like, this is him in rush hour traffic. Oh, God dang it. Oh, shit. Y'all, yo, yo, you fucking turd. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think that's his commentating. Exactly. No, no, it's commentating. Well, I guess it's, sorry. A lot no, of that's, road just, that's just road rage <laughs> in yeah, LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me see. I guess put on the spot here. Well, I guess his, his commentating would be more like, there he goes to pass the puck. He passes it back to Ben. He passes it back to Sagan. And then, oh, then he scores. Perfect. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I love yeah. that. And, yeah, and he came on to, <laughs> to episode three because he came out. And so we surprised him with the podcast. He had never met Jai before. And he told us a story of, of how he, back, back when like an our age or maybe younger, he traveled from Texas to, to Colorado to get Coors because Coors was not available anywhere else. And it's kind of like that with weed right now. You know, you can't get, you know, you can only get weed in, in Colorado legally from Texas. And so it's just like. They, I was like, wait a really? minute, we're in California. And it's no, no, we're in California. We're in California. But yeah. no, nah, he just got into a car with a bunch of his friends. And they filled up the entire trunk with, with Coors cool. Light. Yeah. With Coors, yeah. Oh, and they went back and they funny. came and they came home to sell it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's like, a, what, like the 80s bootlegging? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Pre-internet. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> so, Jai, I, we're going to kind of get into your background a little bit, both of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know a little bit about you, and it's fascinating to me. It that, blow, it, thank that, you. Yes, on the, on the last podcast. Basically, you, let me move this a little bit. Yeah. You were raised by two, two mm. lesbian mothers that oh. were in the military. Yeah. Right? Hardcore military. I mean, like they were up there. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Do you have issues right now because of that? <laughs> no, I think, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I think we all have issues. 
Just all of us. Different my, no, my you know, I'm joking. I'm no, joking no, no. about that. I'm joking about that. But no, we were talking Lori about that. Wants a little. To be no, no, father. Shut up. No, no, it's okay. It's, I can always use no, another we, one. We were talking about that in the podcast beforehand, and yeah. we didn't. We didn't really. We just touched on it. But yeah. tell me a little bit about your background, so my listeners so, know. So basically, all my family's military. My birth mother was with my godmother, who is my primary mother figure in my life now since my birth mother passed when I was 10. But she had met her Latin boy toy in Korea. Mm. And they had a fiery thing and I was made in Korea. And after that, he had to go home. I'm actually writing a whole script on this. This Oh, that's awesome. it's 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 called A Soldier's Son. And basically, it deals with a group of lesbian women who are all military and having to raise a young man to for the future while dealing with their own stuff and everything else. So and but that's what happened. I was born in Fort Hood and life went and moved every two to three years as a military brat. Well, let me ask you this. How many years was your father in your life? Six months. So do you have daddy issues? Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> I have every, every like so at twenty five I really had it. Uh, I I gotta express my cancer self. Mm-hmm. And he's an Aries male. If y'all if y'all even care, but um, I care because he is like Wilson. I was a different man then. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that doesn't really justify anything. But like, it, we were able to work it out. So now we have a relationship. More so, not because of me. But because of my son, who is now 16. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. So he's like, can you tell them back in Texas to let me talk to him? <laughs> like, no. Oh, wow. No, okay. you have to talk to the, the matriarchs of the family. They're yeah. the ones that are present. They're the ones that are there. I'm doing my best to try to chase a dream and support. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so you have no grounds within our time of relationship to ask i'm like you could do it but i'm gonna tell you the same thing right no but uh, but good luck (laughs) tell me how that works out yeah i'll I'll tell you how mine works out i'm doing the same thing right i look forward to your email right (laughs) but uh, it it was it was different you know and it was hard having a single mother Mm -hmm. for a long time and i got in a lot of trouble a lot of trouble not because i was like oh yeah we'll get into trouble Right. Like, like, obviously, okay, my yeah, aggressive mustache. Yeah. But, like, I was just a very adventurous, driven, creative child. And the systems that be in the early 90s into the early 2000s weren't really supportive of that. They you were. Know, so, you know, so at 13, yes, I went joyriding in my boxers. <laughs> you know, and, and Kenny, I don't even want to talk about the BB gun incident. Oh and, no! And, and is it a shoot your eye out incident? No, you just no. pointed it. At it somebody? was. I don't want to leave it at home because my mother's gonna break my legs. She's like, I don't want to see a gun in my house. I'm like, oh, cool. Smart thing is, as a child, don't leave a gun in the house. Right. It would have been smarter if you cleaned up all the BBs that you shot all over the garage. <laughs> but you know, it's good to focus on the priorities at hand and not losing your legs. So, at what age did you kind of? It wasn't until Turn I got to around. Texas, 17, 18, okay. which was wild because I was in IPC when 9-11 happened. And I was like, dude, what channel is this? And I was like, wow, this is really happening. So much history. But it was the first time I was at that school. Mm-hmm. I had got in trouble 
all before. I went through my smart guy stage. He's a smart guy. <laughs> I mean, like, I had a growth spurt. I was like 115. But you were military too, right? You this is all at different bases. Yeah. So literally, mom had to go back to Korea. So I stayed with her partner in St. Louis. And boom, after St. Louis, I went back with T down to San Antonio. Kim retired, came down to San Antonio. Retired at an early age of what? <laughs> I can't 22. even tell you. Like 20, <laughs> 22 years of active service. years of active service. I think T did 25, then they got government jobs. So they're both okay. at like two years left. I think they're about to crest the 62. At what age did yeah. you want, I want to do film? I've danced since I was seven. Okay. And dancing led me to modeling. Mm-hmm. Modeling led me to dancing a little dirtier. Oh. And then really led me to modeling. And I was like, awesome. And then I was doing runway in San Diego. And then I went on to acting. You were doing the, the runway? You I was there. out there. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I would love to see that. I'll, I'll show you a picture. Oh, I'll, I'd that, love to see that. Yeah. I can, Jeff, have you ever done any runway modeling? No, I haven't. No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> no, a lot of a lot of filmmaking, a lot of behind the camera. We're gonna stuff. get we're gonna get to you in a second. Right. I wanna, I wanna I'm thinking more. like, how do I answer this? Exactly. <laughs> so modeling and everything, and that it led to acting. Finished up my time in the Navy, mm -hmm. and it was either go back to San Antonio or go take the take the plunge. And 13 years later. It was acting and three degrees, a lot of certificates. Nice. Okay. And then uh, military. Thank you. Done. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> Here, we, Here go. we go. Here we go, Jeff. All right. Tell me a little bit about about your backstory mm -hmm. and your modeling days and catwalks and <laughs> none of that. <laughs> none of that. But I did film a lot of dance recitals growing there up. Also. Okay. So you know. No, I'm from I'm from Dallas, Texas originally, and I just grew up there. I have two sisters. And I got into film at four years old because my dad took me to see Tim Burton's Batman. And so I just got really, really enamored with the whole big, big screen experience of superheroes and the idea of making movies. And my dad, who came from media, obviously, started introducing me to cameras and all that sort of stuff. And Okay, I know you're, you're, you're going right now with it, but I'm going to stop you for a second. Tell me about the feeling that you had sitting there when you, were, you said all of a sudden I just went, ah. Oh. Oh, what I, was that? Oh, moment? Well, it was my first memory. I was just enamored with what I was with what I was seeing. It felt massive because mm -hmm. you're this you're this kid. And even though it's maybe a smaller kind of theater compared to something like IMAX or something, you're just enamored and just completely taking into, you know, into a whole nother world through story. And so and then I started talking to my dad of like, this is whatever this is. I don't know what this is, but this is what I think I want to I want to do at four years old. So was it you wanted to be on the screen? No, no, no. I wanted to be behind the camera. You wanted to be behind the camera. Yeah. You wanted to create yeah. that. Yes. Okay. You like the way the camera feels in your hands. I do. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's big or small, you know, it's that could cameras. go in many it, different it, it, exactly. ways. Yeah, it could be the Panasonic Lumexes, it could be the Ari Alexa. Are we still talking cameras no, here? No, we are definitely talking cameras. What's your favorite lens? <laughs> the eleven by the eleven by sixteen, actually, it's a, good, a really good lens. The occasional fifty, you know, however you want to interpret that, these right. people. But no, the thing is, is that the reason I that I was so driven towards like like visual arts is because I grew up with seizures. So I was a very sick child growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, 
with seizures and ear infections and all sorts of different things. And so I think a lot of that kind of drove me into being a visual learner. Didn't do very well in school, but I did what I could to, to get by right. pretty much. Right. But, you know, it was just more of like, oh, well, we're taking a family video. So here, son, take take the camera and, and start filming, start getting you know, used to get your feet creating, wet, son. Yeah, creating yep. creating this yep, art, yep, yep, yep. and then I got into film photography as well. And a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I that I that I shot on, as far as like family stuff is in Mexico because my mom is Mexican. So and I'm half Mexican, so I would go to Matamoros Tamilipas every summer and Christmas. God, that's up. sexy when you say it like that. Can yeah. you say it again? Yeah. Say it slower and deeper. Slowly and deeper. Lori, Lori deeper. Lori Come on, do, do the Ma- whole line. Matamoros Tamilipas. That's too Mata slow. Matamoros Tambalitas. <laughs> Matamoros Tamilipas. It's all on the tongue, you know? <laughs> oh, so sexy. Yeah, and so, so yeah, so I went to, so I, I graduated from high school, barely, and then went to community college, got screwed over there, went to the radio and television broadcasting program because there was no such thing as film. I said, fuck it, let's, let's gather all my student friends and let's make a movie. The teachers got mad, and so I was like, "Hey, this is this is what I'm. This is the closest thing that you have." So, but why were your teachers mad? I don't understand that part. Because we would, and I don't understand why they they, they got mad. Maybe it's because we we like I borrowed like a camera or a tripod or something for <laughs> an outside project. Out? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was actually another teacher that gave me all this stuff because basically what my dad didn't have to give me, like I, I, I rented from the school mm-hmm. from another teacher who was very supportive and he got fired because he gave me like stuff to shoot a short film on a, on a weekend with all my student mm. friends. And it didn't even affect- When it wasn't cleared. Yeah, well, it wasn't, well, the thing is that it, it didn't have, it, it didn't affect like our work inside of the classroom or anything like right. that. But I guess because it was a personal project that was done outside that wasn't approved Part or whatever. Part of the curriculum. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, no one snitched or anything like that. Like the head of the department like saw the guy on the security camera or whatever. And it's like, what, man? And then long story short, that, that film's called Beautiful Exposure and it went on to festivals and won awards. And Fantastic. So, yeah. See, it's fabulous. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, cool every movie that I make now I'm going to make something else let's let's keep doing this just like with podcasting you know let's let's keep doing it what's the next one how do we grow how do we keep going and then yeah I made the next then I made Neil pretty much and then that blew up to South by Southwest got into yeah I got into South by and then uh, started working for a company called Cinelease and that was kind of more like my film school well tell me about Neil a little bit yeah because yeah. I know you want you made also Yes. Which one did you make? A Strange a- Calm. Mm-hmm. Strange Calm. And a rodeo film, I guess, in a team. It's yeah, all team. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like, as producers, yeah. yeah. Right, you right, You told right. me a story a little bit about, I don't know if you want to tell me about that story or not, but you were about the film festival and then something about YouTube, and it was... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, first of all, Neil is about a, a, a swimming pool cleaning machine murdering a young couple. It's just... <laughs> It's just a fun five-minute movie that takes place underwater, kind of like Jaws, and you know the Austin Chronicle called it the the most family fun short film of South by Southwest. And That's so awesome. In the comedy horror vein, it just kind of blew up. But the story you're talking about happened at the Cannes Film Festival. So I made a film called Strings on 35 millimeter, and that is about an aging puppeteer who creates one last puppet show before his untimely death, and kind of symbolizes like, hey, we all, our art lives on even after we're gone, right? Mm-hmm. So very, very three. 
360 from, from Neil for sure. So what happened was when I got in a can, I was offered by a PR company, hey, we'll pay us 500 bucks and we'll promote the, the movie for you, the trailer and all the stuff and whatnot. And so it was like, okay, cool. So I paid these people 500 bucks and then I had the trailer and a bunch of other videos on my YouTube at the time. And then all of a sudden, like the trailer got to like 20,000 views or something like overnight. And it's like, well, hell yeah. Well, it turns out this PR firm was using fake clicks to oh. actually generate views. And that was something that I did not know was a thing because this was still like early YouTube days. This early was, YouTube yeah, days, yeah. I mean, this was 2012. So yeah. still very early. And so ever since then, my YouTube channel, my own YouTube channel, has been banned off of YouTube. Oh YouTube, God, so help me. I did not do it. It wasn't my <laughs> it wasn't fault. It wasn't me. I'm I trying. just wanted yeah. you to get your story yeah. out there, damn it. Yeah, thank you. You owe me $40 <laughs> for those views. And you can keep it if you can just help me out here. So <laughs> both of you, yeah. though, are, are all about the storytelling, the film industry. I mean, what are your goals? Tell me what you want to do with this. Where oh, are you going? Man. So I've done everything in life. <laughs> no. Not yet, baby. No, no. <laughs> no but I, I like I even from like early ages, I started my own company shoveling snow in Colorado. And then once the season shifted, we had the lawnmowers. So then I made a whole deal with the Home Depot to go ahead and borrow their stuff so I could go ahead and use it, even though I was too young to rent it. You know, okay. so meanwhile, I'll bring it back with cash and make sure it was clean. And what does this have to do with your film industry? It was just the <laughs> mindset of coming up. <laughs> And always having something to do, finding yes. art, finding art after being in IT, working with the NSA, doing all this other stuff, military background. Nothing gave me a fulfillment like being able to express your true self, you know, who you are, how you feel about people, how you feel about life. And visually is our primary form of intake, mm -hmm. you know. So even with a podcast, it's great to have it on camera because people could listen or tune in but you're right there with it it's double dutch at yeah, the same yeah, time yeah it's a yeah, beautiful absolutely, thing absolutely which is why i like this as being a conduit to share these other ideas mm -hmm. and to also share these other minds and beautiful souls that you know get to go ahead and really kind of thrive together in their own ether too right you know because it is the platform I don't know what the future is going to be with this. Where do you want the future? I mean, if you had your if you had your perfect world. If I had my perfect world, first thing that would happen would be beer run. Okay. I my idea of doing beer run in the first place was Anthony Bourdain for craft beer. Mm -hmm. um, now, now because of how niche craft beer market is, we're looking at a little shift to it. Okay. And just really going with the theme, which is a taste of craft and culture. Mm -hmm. I would like to take that and Anthony Bourdain, a taste of craft and culture in, in travel, in food, in, in beer, in the idea of wrestling or any type of physical activity. So have you guys thought of like literally like television show? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's what, that's that, what that beer was run is. Yeah. That's yeah. what we've been pitching. The yeah, whole that's what season. beer run is. There, yeah. Think about this. I mean, Absolutely. We, there are so many avenues now today yeah. it's yeah. not just you know the normal channels that we have but the streaming platforms are it's yeah. endless yep. yeah i mean you know i don't know how if jai wants to comment on this but at this point because of the because of the content of of beer run season one which is which took place over covid like at this point like 
maybe just put it up on YouTube. It's already kind of edited and done, mm-hmm. maybe some tweaks here and there or whatever. But there are six episodes completely like finished, sound right. design, color corrected, all of that stuff. So Beer with Friends is like, you know, the spawn of, of Beer Run to keep the, the IP going. But I'm and, enjoying the and podcasting And to build, build on top of it. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, constantly. Because yeah. like, it's endless. Yeah. It truly yeah. is. It's just, what's the core point? Yeah, yeah, exactly. and it's you making know, it's and it's making that. the rounds, you know, in the distribution avenue and and all that good stuff. So with Jai yeah. there, so yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we what? were. Go, go ahead. <laughs> 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 we, were, we were talking about the idea of sponsorships, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's so there's obviously lots of opportunities with beer. Oh yeah. But we're also talking about potential merch opportunities. Mm-hmm. We could talk about. Well, I was just gonna say, why are you looking down at your tennis shoes? Well, because I w- I want some beer run <laughs> shoes. I want my beer run shoes. Okay. You know, I, I want, want my beer run shoes. Bam, and I would yeah. like to Is go it? do a beer run. Yeah. You know, and there's plenty of these outlets that deal with the community and, talk, mm-hmm. you know, that community involvement that could work directly through their local breweries, you know, where you can have stop spots where you go ahead and you drink some water. You get what I'm saying? I, just- I totally get what you guys are saying. And it's like, you know, it's really refreshing. You guys are still like, I mean, the the ideas are spinning and yeah, you're just like, always. OK, we can do this and we can do that. And it's just like making it happen. Yep. And, yep. and and it's so cool and refreshing to hear something like that because of the fact that so many people, like, they have an idea and all of a sudden they'll think about it. They uh, they keep thinking about it and they overthink it and it just never actually happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so and what... Pe- y- and people are scared, too, because they don't know, like, how, how to navigate it or anything like that. Yeah. But none of us know how to navigate anything, I feel like, in this digital world. But like you said earlier, as long as you put something every single day towards your goals, you know, of leaving your nine to five and all mm-hmm. that good stuff, then you'll you'll get there eventually, you know? Eventually you will. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a matter yeah. of having the patience. Oh, yep. absolutely. Since, yeah. Since we started Beer Run, has been eight years. Since we started Beer with Friends, has been... Two years. Two. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a year so, and a half, two years. Yeah. I mean... In my mind, did I think it was going to go that way coming from AFI and, and like, it's, I'm just the cream of the crop. And, and then, bam, straight into COVID. I was like, wow, I have no idea what we're going to do next. And, and then now, even now, we have the strikes going on. Mm-hmm. You it's know, always something. There's though. always something. So you can't let the world stop you from finding your Correct. joy and sharing it. Correct. And if 100%. If it's cre- 100%. If it's creative. Find those people that also support that, that give the same energy. It shouldn't be a drain that you want to share your beauty. No, yeah. Right, exactly. Period. I mean, once it becomes like that job and you just stop enjoying it, mm-hmm. that's the time to pivot and move somewhere else. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, whether, whether it's a podcast or a film or or anything, if you have a story that needs to be told or recognized in, in any kind of avenue, then it, it needs to, to be put out there. And I think... That's a lot. That's a that's a lot of why you know actors and writers are striking right now because they they can't make a living and that's something that is whether you know it or not. I mean, at least go, me going into film and television, I didn't know that it was it was like that. And, and but you know, we we all have livelihoods and we all love what we do. But and you you have be. like six to eight working stories. Yeah. Oh while, yeah, while a, doing this outside of this. Oh yeah, I have a sl- yeah. I have a slate. I have I have three features. I have two television projects. I have a short film, and yeah, I mean, yeah. And I'm yeah. on the I'm on the same boat. Yeah, you I got know. two feature. You got two features: a television series and a short. No, there's a couple more. Okay, 
I just have one question. Yeah, it was my short. Yeah. I have one question. <laughs> yes. Why why aren't you guys writing something for me? Well, uh, well, <laughs> I'm glad we can have this conversation right now. We wanted to. I, totally, we, I believe we, we can figure I'm out totally how this you. went first. I'm totally messing with you. <laughs> Look, Let's see how the podcast goes first, and then we'll talk about it there, later. There we go. There we go. <laughs> No, but for real, for the animation side of things with Brew Crew, like especially with Muscles and Mayhem, shout out, we'll go watch yeah. it. There like, we go. Like, I, like that kind of animation that Jared ensemble. has made, like ensemble, yeah, like like I could like with your fascination with American Gladiators, Jai, like there has to be an oh, American yeah. Gladiators oh, wait, 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 themed wait. episode that Adult Swim or somebody has to yeah. pick up, oh, like yeah, straight yeah, yeah. up. And we know people in animation that can we, we do. that can do this, you know? We do. Yeah, it's 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 coming much sooner than I thought. It is. It I is. honestly thought it awesome. was going to be the last yeah. thing, but it's it's actually moving up to the next thing. So. Yeah. So you said something about fascination with gladiators. <laughs> I mean, since I was a kid, <laughs> since like, you were a kid, man. Even, Enough about you. Let's get back to me. Tell me about gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I can't tell you because you know, now I'm getting all shy. Oh, if I could blush, you yeah. can you're blush. You're gonna cry beer. No. Oh, okay. Now, come on. Tell me. Tell me when you got into gladiators. How old? Uh, were you? Three, two. Ninety-two. How old were you? Eight. Mm-hmm. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. And we used to have, I was in San Francisco, it was Presidio at the time. That was uh, before my mother passed away. And, um, but I was very go child. Like mm -hmm. I was, I was great on blades. It was the start of X Games. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like they were yeah. scouting people all through the city in San Francisco. I was like, well, a little kid yeah. scout. They're like, are you 12? I was like, no, I'm nine. But yeah. I could be 12 if I you could want be 12 me. You yeah, because you were in San Fran at this point, not yeah. Texas just yet. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. killing it out there. We, I'm talking about building full forts and trees and oh, jumping awesome. jumping off of two-story two roofs with blankets to try to make sure we need more blankets. We were stapling them <laughs> more together. More blankets! And you put pads. Like, we were really, like, we, we played crash dummies on our bikes, just ride into each other, see what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, so, like, I was just so inspired in the adventures that I was, like, really embodying them. I'm going to ask a question that just popped in my mind and I've got it. I, I'm only going to ask it because it's funny. And that is, do you think there's a possibility that gladiators possibly impacted your life whatsoever? Because you're talking about when you're nine right now. Yeah, 100 percent. And you that's awesome. And you're building things back then and yep. you're already creating your own games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you should. Cool I, I can't tell we how many times I've gone to his house with beer Wars. and he's playing American Ninja like, Warrior. <laughs> you, we wait. had Pinecone Wars, which was like almost oh, the equivalent awesome. of shit. Where you had to like dodge yeah. in between things to get to the whole thing. Except we had pine cones that we were tied oh, to. Amazing. Total pine cones stuck in my head, gushed blood. Now, see, we threw lemons. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you the reason we threw lemons is because in where I grew up, we had lemon trees in the backyard. And yeah. my dad was so pissed. Everybody had a big ass lemon tree, but what we did as kids one year, one year, right before they started turning yellow, they were that green color. We'd yep. pick them off oh, yeah. and we'd throw them like they were hand grenades at each other. <laughs> and we picked the entire tree out of the neighbor's backyard and my backyard. And my dad came home and he was like, you know, oh, oh, my God. oh my God. And trust me, when we hit each other, they hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can we, only ima imagine the we pine had, We had rules like no sharp cones just do no sharp cones <laughs> and they are sharp yes they, could, they are and, and sure enough bam right on the top of my head Damn. and and two little nine-year-olds trying to figure out how to save each other's lives 
And he's like, oh, my goodness, there's blood in my mother's bathroom. <gasps> and I'm like, I know, it's my fault. I got to squirt now because oh it's yeah, ch- children. So look at that, <laughs> nine years old. Yeah. That's so that, that would inspired. be, that was definitely eight, nine. And then from then on, I was like, okay, I could do anything. There you go. And it led into sports, of course. And I'm like, okay, I could do, look, look, I could do anything. How did you two meet? Well, we met out here in, in, in L.A. I was visiting from Texas for work, and we and Bince. Bince, yeah. So I, Bince so my high, yeah. So my high school best friend Ryan Coffee, shout out. He told me about this guy that he met in the Navy named Bince, Ryan Bince, and Ryan Bince hits me up out of nowhere saying, "Oh, hey, this is who I am. This is how I know. This is how I know you." He Sounds gave me like his number, blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, "When are you coming to LA again?" And I said, "Well, probably the next couple of months." So, ended up getting a gig. I, I was out here for a week or so, and you know, we just hung out. And then that's how I met him multiple we were, times. We, it was either dancing. <clears throat> it was dancing. Or it was my drinking. Place. It was definitely your place. Okay. It was dancing. Were you we, dancing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of this guy, like, I, I he's, you know, <laughs> I see. back in my Lati- back in la- my Latino days, like, you know, I was able to move and stuff like that. And then, were like... Were you a salsa dancer? A little bit, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. My mom taught me a couple of moves. But I don't know. I'm a little rusty or whatever. But if you have a couple of drinks in me, then, like, you know... Then it comes out. Your yeah. hips are moving. Exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so it really was like maybe the third time or something that I came out here for a gig or I was just out here for fun or something. I can't remember whose house we were at, but I was just starting to to really start getting a little depressed because I was leaving L.A. back to Texas. And so it was just like, dude, I really don't want to like leave tomorrow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Jai would just goes, then don't. Unfortunately, I left, but Options. but the next time I, I know came, he had but, to but, leave, yeah, but, like, but it's the good ne- to have thoughts. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He like planned he could to stay if he wanted to. If he yeah, to. exactly, yeah. exactly. And so he and he it, like Inception, he put that into into my dreams. <laughs> but it wasn't too long after that where the next time I came out, it was like boom, I'm coming out. So and I've been in LA for four years now. So it's yeah. it's interesting. You say only four years, and and I swear I thought you've lived here like you. You kind of act like you've lived here your whole life. Thank you. Thank, thank you. I really appreciate He's that. He's around, like, like I'm 13. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I think there's a lot of energy exchange. For I sure. So for too. sure. Yeah, because by the time I moved out here, I knew the freeway system. I knew what West Hollywood was. I knew where my spots were. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and it's only grown and expanded ever, ever since. You know, I don't, you know, I've never had to really ask questions of, like, what's the valley? Or what's the traffic like on 405? How do I read you know, street it, parking signs? I learned all of that by by just coming out here and spending just weeks and weeks and stuff. Got my parking tickets, got all that oh stuff. Oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> Isn't it funny how when you try to tell somebody about Los Angeles, it's like, okay, so I was on Mulholland Drive and I was trying to explain to somebody who does not live in California the, the, the split between the valley yes. and Hollywood. And there's this like hill yeah. right in between. And there's like this road called Mulholland Drive that goes. Yep. Yeah. So yep. what I did is I had to stop and go, okay, so hold on a second. This is the valley. This is Hollywood. And uh-huh. it's hysterical. People are like, huh? And I'm like, no, no, no. Really? This is how California works. I yeah. should say Los Angeles works. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Sorry on the tangent on that one. I love it. I figured the best way to explain the difference is this side is 10 degrees hotter. No, 
it's not. Yeah. The valley? You well, think? oh, the valley absolutely. Is 10 oh, absolutely. Maybe Woodland 15, Hills 20 is like degrees hotter. Okay, Woodland Hills is 30 degrees hotter than For everywhere else. Sh- oh, yeah, because it's even further out. I mean, right. someone literally came up to me like this last week. We're in the dead heat of summer right now. And it's like, like we're right by the beach. Like, how is it so much cooler in Santa Monica than it is in, in North Hollywood? And I'm like, you see that mountain over there? Yeah. That's that's what's blocking all of the, the, all the beach stuff. Yeah. yeah. And when I first moved here, I lived on the west side and you know, you're very much close to the beach, like near like four oh five and Pico, and it's like it's it's awesome. But that's why anything over the mountain is so much more expensive than the valley. And coming from Texas, it's like I'm not used to the heat, but for you know, a so quarter you of the think, price okay, of living so in what, LA then you think because Hollywood's on this side and it has basically you have the breeze from the beach. That's why it's more expensive than the valley. Not just, not just. I that. don't think that. Not, I don't not, think so not, either. It's not. I was a real that. estate agent for a while, yeah. and I'm like, I don't think so. That's not the only thing. There's okay. many other. There's many I other. Think, many other variables that, that right. play into like what area in LA you're going to live in as to like what's cheaper and what and what's not. You know, so you know. Yeah, I, I yeah, would definitely say that. there's nowhere else to build. Yeah, definitely. The air- that's it. Now we're yeah. just building up. Now yeah, we're just the going air- up. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. And rebuilding that's- buildings in new architecture. Yeah, so, you see all the houses yeah. on the mountain? They ran out of ideas. Jeff, do you want to Do you want to go into feature films? Do you want to go into big time? You know, like, tell me what. I lo- I would love to get into feature films as a director because that's, pri- that's my primary goal in producing and, of course, editing. I've been editing for, you know, 17 years now. How do that's- you get there? How do ah. Uh, Time and money, time and money, and 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 because I don't commi- know that side of the industry. Yeah, no, it's okay, and it's time and money and commitment from from your peers, pretty much, because it's filmmaking is a collaborative effort, mm-hmm. and once you have you know a, a, a certain person that knows something that's better than you, like my like a cinematographer, for example, I know cinematography, but I know someone else who is much better at cinematography than I am. I know a, I know producers, who's a better producer than than I am. You know, so you know, yeah, hi. And so, <laughs> so I don't know. It's about like making sure that the time and the space and all of the and all the the planets literally come together. And of course, having someone who is willing to write those checks, you what know, it- to invest in you. And so, and of course, it starts with a with a really solid script and a great proposal too. And that's yep. where I'm at with with a feature called Way Down Deep right now. Okay, yeah. what inspires you? I love asking Aliens. that question because I hate, I hate, ask, I hate people asking me that yeah. question. So now I get to ask it. There, there's a, there's a lot of things that inspire me. I mean, a lot of the things that I, I mean, something that I do in my spare time is I listen to music, like a lot of like very ambient music that mm-hmm. don't, that don't require any lyrics. I love lyrics that especially, especially with lyrics that have, you know, something to say like Led Zeppelin or, or something that's cool as old as that. But a lot of where I get a lot of my creativity from, it comes from a music genre called post-rock. And I love this band called Explosions in the Sky, who's from Austin, Texas. And you've heard them on commercials, movies, that sort of thing. I'm seeing them in September back in Dallas. It's going to be great. But I also love Nine Inch Nails. You know, I love Trent Reznor and I love this spectrum that he's in where he goes from film scores to, you know, very industrial mm-hmm. kind of heavy metal music. So a lot of like that really artistic artistic spectrum is something that really inspires me a lot. And it just opens my mind to to more things. It's almost like taking a shroom trip without taking a shroom trip. But if I'm ta- <laughs> but if I am on a shroom trip, then man, my mind is very open and it's great. I've never done them. I've never done shrooms. Well, let's, let's, well, if you never. are interested. No, I'm scared. 
I'm scared. We'll help you. What are you scared of? I'm scared. I don't know. Of? I'm scared that's I'm going to trip. That's a good question. That, I guess. Okay, let's You're let's scared. go there for a minute. All right. Okay. If, all right. If you are going to fly anywhere in the world that you think you already have everything in order and in control because there's a plan and an itinerary, but then you go and then nothing goes to that. And all of a sudden now you got to figure out how to get back to civilization. That wasn't the plan. That was deep right there. You just lost me. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was I, I was scared the there first time no that I took it. There is no control. Control is a false mindset that allows us to accept whatever we're going into. Tomorrow's okay. yeah. going to happen anyway. Yeah, I was scared the first time I took it, but that was also because I was I grew up very hardcore Catholic that I had to pretty much leave and just be, you know, just nothing, <laughs> essentially. I, so it was kind of like moving past that first and realizing that, we're all like connected to something a little different. Moving to LA really helped me with that because then it's not like, you know, my mom's going to find out or anything like that. But I, I told her about it. And of course she's like, what the hell? But I'm just like, no mom, it's really, really good for me. And it's actually opened my mind creatively and helped me with stress, anxiety. And I, I find that beer with friends and, you know, manifesting a job at a podcast studio is that's something that's really... A really lot helps. of people are are microdosing nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're just little tiny throughout. Is it throughout the day they're microdosing? Well, or is it, it's uh, up to you. Everybody is different. The idea of microdosing is that you're taking less than what a normal dose would be. Yeah, okay. you're taking like a pill or like a little bit of the shroom or that something give, like that. Yeah, gives the body the experience of what psilocybin processes through the body. Yeah. Now, when that happens, how everyone responds is very different. Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah. But like, you never know until you, yeah. you jump never off, know. until you tackle somebody. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, start small, start microdosing, you know, and you'll just feel like just very uplifted and maybe very giggly, but not to a point to where it's like, oh my God, I'm tripping out or anything like yeah, that. That's like, like, those like, are the horror stories I've heard. Like, no, no, go, like, no, no, go, no. like, like if you want to microdose for the first time, go to a concert. No, no, like no. a really, like a, six. See, no, it's a microdose. Okay. See, I would it's say just a microdose. Go golfing. Go golfing. Do some, go do golfing. S- yeah. yeah. Microdosing? Yeah. Just do something active. Oh my God. Go to the range. Do something active. active. Okay. So yeah. go to the range. Do- something gets your body moving. You feel the breeze. You feel Interesting. The you feel the yeah. energy. You so do you light. guys do you guys actually once in a while microdose just to get the creative juices flowing? If necessary. If necessary. Okay. Um, every me, yeah, for the for last like five me. years, every New Year's Day I'll do a full on trip. Just mm. to cut mm-hmm. for the last five years I've done that. Yeah. For me, when I'm, you say full on trip, hold on, Jai. Yeah. When you say full on trip, tell me what that means. I'm probably taking like maybe 40 grams. Oh my gosh. So. Okay. So yeah. I, yeah. That, that's, I'm that's very taking sensitive. it all at once. I'm very sensitive. I'm very sensitive, I'm sensitive to whatever too. happens to my body. I, I love shroomies for the experience. I have had bad trips, I've had great trips. Most of it deals with what else are you doing in your life? See, that's what I've heard. Yes, that's, so, that's what I've heard. So the best You've got to be somewhere good yes, in your mindset. Yeah, you. yeah, don't do it whenever like, you broke up with somebody or, you know, like make sure you're in a good place in life before the, you the, do it. The yeah. reason a concert doesn't work for me is because there's other people that I, was I, just gonna say, that I feel the energy yeah. Yeah. in a contained, even if it's outdoor festival. For me, that's not my best place. My best place is hiking. Um, golfing, bike yes. riding off a road. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, 
you know, yeah. chilling at the beach, yeah. feeling and the my, sand in your toes. I yeah. imagine and remember you my trip out on that. Yeah. That's where I'm at. And remember, my experience was I took the full-on trip first before I even started microdosing. So oh, maybe going yeah. to a concert at a microdosing is a little different like, for me. <laughs> baby shit. You know, but, yeah. but the reason I have to take 40 grams for a full-on trip is because I'm actually allergic to mushrooms. So whenever I take them, like, I actually, like, I get sick. You oh, know? interesting. Yeah, I actually get sick for the first, like, couple of hours. Hours, but I have to keep taking them so that by the time they they fully digest. Oh my god! Well, that start, sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But I, I never me. take a cat and rub it in my face until I can <laughs> right? no longer fill You've my never face. Never done that? No, no. I try not to. Didn't I see you do that the other day? Not a cat. <laughs> not a cat. Oh, a dog. Right, <laughs> right, a dog. right. Perfectly. But okay. no, but, but no. That's just that's just that's just me though. Not everybody <laughs> is allergic to to mushrooms. What I recommend is like is take the mushrooms, grind them up in like a weed grinder or something, and just put it in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and start there. That's that, and if I had a recommendation, I would say tie it in a little string pack, use it as a tea bag, and go ahead and have that some tea. Too. So yeah. you can add whatever flavors yes. to help you feel most. Not only the accent of what you're smelling, so jasmine anise is yeah. an amazing thing. I've never to open done up. that, but I but yeah. I want to do it that way because maybe that'll. Be, save me some money and save me some shrooms because I don't want to waste just, any shrooms. Like and that, you know? that would be a three gram so thing. So chilling with ice team. is now talking about talk microdosing with shrooms. <laughs> shrooming with welcome to shrooming with ice. Shrooming with ice. <laughs> I mean, come on! I just kind of came out with a small little cannabis talk yeah, lately, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I mean, I'm just a supporter here. So. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh that's my goodness. Funny. Yeah. That is. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah we need to play but, golf together. By yeah, the way. We, and you need to come to a game. I know. I know. There's only two weeks left. We're going to make it happen. Okay, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I'm, let's I'm do all it. about it. Yeah, cool. Who's coming up? I don't know. All I've right. got two beers in, so here we go. Cool. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. We're, we're Cheers. running out of time, so Cheers. we'll chug these. Cheers. Oh, we're chugging now? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Hey. Chug a load. Nah, chug a load. You, guys, you guys are awesome. You're inspiring. You're you out there, awesome. you're you're grinding. You're and I and and I mean seriously, you're in the hustle. Yeah. And it's, it's part of it. It's so cool because there are so many of us out there like this right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jai, you and I were talking about the hustle before we even started. 100%. Yeah. You know, and it is you. you <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of the fact that we were talking beforehand about his experience in Las Vegas and my experience with the hustle and, and money and everything else. And I say, you know, everything looks awesome. And then you look at your bank account and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah. You know? yes, and people wonder why I have a Patreon. <laughs> right. I just need a little support. Of course. But anyway. <laughs> no, 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 it's, a, it's, it's a real it's a real thing. It is. And and you know what? I God, we're we're not the only ones out there. Yeah, we're no. I mean, we're in Hollywood, we're in LA, we are hustling our asses off, but we're hustling for something that we believe in. Yes. 100%. We hustle Absolutely. for the dream. Absolutely. You know? He's, yeah, absolutely. he's like, yes, we have another producer yeah, that, over there. That's what that's what L.A. That's what L.A. is all about. And, 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 and you know, it is. It's you, finding the dream and hustling yes. for it and never, ever quitting and giving yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. And you like, have to keep going. You, it, you can't ever stop and you can't come out to L.A. Be scared of moving to L.A. and then keep being scared to live in L.A. and not yeah, you, go out and hustle and grind and make, can't do both. make friends you, and all that. You know, it's. Yeah. Hmm. I have a, I got, go on. You're, please. You're going to love this one. So. You have to be foolhardy 
Yes. You have to be full passion. Yes. You have to be full driven. And that is a lot of, of reps. Yeah. You know, so, and to do it. Oh my every, God, it is like working out, isn't it? To <laughs> do it every single day is, is really an experience and a challenge to yourself. So like if I were to, any recommendation for those who are also grinding. Well, yeah. It's not anyone, it's, you got this. You got this. Just try to keep it for you because that's it's meant for you. If it was supposed to be right now, it will be right now. Mm-hmm. But trust me, as long as you keep building, it's going to be there. Yes, believe in yourself. Period. Believe in yourself. Believe yeah. in the grind. Yeah. Believe in your believe the in work, the grind. Believe in your works. works. Believe in yourself. Believe in the people, your peers around you. Yeah. I believe in that hustle. I mean, it, it, and it is, and it's nice oh, yeah. to have. It's nice to have the cheerleaders around you. It of helps, but, man. And oh, you the need support system is necessary. So need yeah, the support so system out here is very much needed. And it can't you just know. be one or two people. Like you, you need to expand and grow your network as well. Yeah. I mean, and and the, as much as you possibly can. The cool, the coolest thing that I've experienced so far in LA was at AFI when Denzel was speaking uh-huh. to the student body. I was in a row front, and I'm like... What's he going to say? He's talking uh, to me. He's I'm talking like, to me. The doors aren't open story. yet. <laughs> the doors aren't even open yet. I, I snuck in. I'm like, I'm sitting in front row. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I, who, who has a question? I'm like, I got a question. I got a question. Me, 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 me. I got Look big hands. And... And I was like, I had 50,000 questions, and I asked the question that would pertain best for the filmmakers in the room, more so than myself. But the energy exchange mm-hmm. was exactly what I needed for my own motivation during that process. He said, you look sharp, and that mustache is on point. How can I help you, sir? <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, bam, I feel great. I'm like, ask my question. And then the end, he's like, you know what? Looking forward to seeing you at work. I'm like, Denzel say, looking forward to seeing is me. That all you, is, is, that, is that all you needed to hear? That's for me. Yeah. For me. I didn't, I don't, I like, I, I take the entire statement. I don't need to share that. That's mine. Yeah. You know, but what did resonate was that little bit, that one person that I look up to. Yeah. That inspires me. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Milady. And, you know, really, like, that's that's all. That's it. After that, I'll figure out where my next meal's coming from because I'm willing to work. That's, that's, Gotta that's put the work in. so damn cool. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And Bill Paxson told me something very similar. God bless his soul. He's from Texas and got to know him, a little bit of his family before his passing and everything like that. And he saw Neil and, you know, he just said to me, good work. We were actually, you know, we were hanging out amongst friends. And I was like, look, man, like, I know we're friends and everything like that. I don't want to, you know, burst your bubble or anything like that. But as an independent filmmaker, such as you are, you know, what what's the best advice that you could give me? And he just said, Look, man, no matter no matter how much money you make, no matter what your status is, no matter how low or high that you are, you just have to believe in yourself because it he what he's an actor primarily, but he did make movies and even though he was this like A-list actor, he had so much trouble getting movies, his own independent movies off the ground. And so it was just like, look, man, you just got to believe in yourself. And uh, yeah, so and that we're, was We're we're all in an industry that is 
extremely competitive. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to hear sometimes, especially if you're on the low of just like, oh, man, like, believe in yourself. Like, I don't believe in myself right now, you know? I mean, <laughs> but, it's hard to but hear. Jeff, but Jeff, all it takes is one one person yes. to go. One jai. One jai. One jai. You're the only go, child Dude, I ever know. you're doing awesome and you're on the right track. <laughs> yes. And I'm in your corner. And so are That's you. That's all yes. it takes. Yes. Boom. Yeah. And it's just, that's another day. Yeah. That's another week. Yeah. yeah. You know, of hitting that grind. And it goes and constantly quick. keep going. And I think because of the the hustle and the grind, that's what makes it go quick. Like we're in August right now. Oh, I know. I can't even uh, believe and it. I, and, I, and I think part of it is because LA moves so quick. Yeah. And, and it's this machine and you're moving so quick with it. Boom. Here we are, August. And it's I like. Know. Okay, well, let's let's keep it. Let, let's just keep going. Like I think that's it's not necessarily just because you're getting older, but I think the no, work it's, it, makes it, it go super quick. Well, if yep. you think about yeah. it, you're absolutely right because you're always thinking future. Yeah, you're always thinking what's my next gig, what's my next move, where am I going, and so time just goes like yeah. that. Hundred percent. I think I think with that like that focus on that mind, body, spirit, that energy, shifting that artistic struggle. From, you know, strive. Have another beer. Yeah. <laughs> Have another strive, sip. Strive to thrive. You okay, got to yeah. strive to thrive. Yeah. Instead of struggling to survive. There it is. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Strive to thrive instead of struggling to survive. Got and, I, and I have one more thing that okay. I always that that actually is starting to to resonate, and that is, you Here. only get one chance, twice. True. So it's like you just keep fucking hitting it. Yeah. And yeah. keep moving. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because I, I've had my one chance once and now I'm waiting for it to hit twice because whenever I had my hit, then I, I didn't know what to do. There you go. Yeah. And now that I've lived so much longer, I moved to Los Angeles. I now know how to navigate better. Yep. You know, you, because you're a, older, you're wiser. Yes. Yeah, you're more lot, experienced. For sure. And I mean, a part of my issue growing up is, is like, hey, kid, you're brilliant, but we don't know what to do with you. Oh, well, okay. You know, like I was a gladiator. I can I can totally absolutely. relate to that. You it's were like a you're gladiator? a gladiator. Oh, I was a gladiator, by the way. <laughs> fuck, Wh fuck which one? An Australian gladiator? <laughs> uh, a, a, a Russian one? Uh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, all of you. <laughs> America, baby. It's like, are you an actor? Are you an athlete? We don't know what the fuck to do with you. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so therefore yeah. at that point in time, it's like they didn't know what to do with me, so they didn't do anything with me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I have to create my own destiny. Yes. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. It's like, I have to create it because nobody else is going to create it for you. Yes. Period. And, and it's constantly evolving. Constantly. Oh, constantly. Which means you constantly have to adjust to the evolution of yourself yeah. and yourself moving through. Yeah, and as far as the obstacles and going through that, I mean, while it may suck deeper. for a while, but you know what, after being going, getting older, getting a little wiser, you know mm -hmm. what, it's kind of a good problem to have because now you can create your own future and however that you want it to be and not anyone else yeah. controlling it for you. I you could know? never work a nine to five job. Neither could I. I mean, okay, I so here's, 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 what, we all, here's what we all missed. I mean, I miss it. It's like I have friends that make bank but yet they're make they're doing a nine-to-five job that's right it. okay right. that's that is, it they're that owned it. by their company yep. i don't have that nine-to-five job i'm creating my own destiny my bank account <laughs> it's creating its own as well <laughs> my bank account it reflects whatever i'm doing <laughs> yeah, totally but i'm not working for anyone right 
and that's I'm great. very passionate about what I'm doing. And you and have I, a very successful YouTube channel, and it's only growing uh, from here. Thank you. I'm, and you it's know great. What? This podcasting, I'm, I'm loving it, Jeff. Yeah, I, I, I know you are. That, like, that's, and, that's and I mean, the if this could be the, the only yes. thing that we do, you know, for our full time podcasting, and then just expand from there, there's just nothing better than that. It's so. It's nothing better I, than that. I it's amazing. Love it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys are awesome. You're I am awesome. You're so awesome. Happy I can't wait to go to a Dodger game with you in April. Let's do it's it. It's going to be so Boom. fun. Okay, I know uh, that he gave us. We got to go. Listen, oh, uh, we got to go, but here's the thing. You've got to, I'm sorry, but you guys have to do my rapid fire questions. Oh, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. You are awesome. Very I hope we much. can do this again. Thank you. Thank you for coming on Chilling with Ice and chilling with me and telling your story. Of course. And I absolutely love it. And you guys are amazing. Yeah. And yeah, follow us. Uh, stuff. Tell us. Tell us where we can find you guys. Let's oh. see. We are you can follow us on Beer Friends Pod on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube at Beer with Friends Podcast. And on Instagram, I am film underscore McGee Zach's M-C-G-E-E-Z-A-X. Jai. Dope sauce. Yeah. Well, so everything he said, I'm also united with. And then also you can find me on Beer Run the Show or Jai the Beer Guy. On Instagram, if you want to chat it up or let me know if you need to sponsor somebody or anything in between, we can work that out. And also stay tuned for projects coming out. Soldier Sun. Shoot, we got Crossroads Tavern. I'm not going to get into it. You can find it out. <laughs> we'll there talk. it is. We'll talk. Thank and, you. And, and, and thank you. Thank you. Take yes, your time. Thank you. Yes, thank, Tally you Tally time. thank you, Tally Craft. Bam. Sponsor Chillin' with Ice Tropical and sponsor Beer with Friends podcast. Absolutely. Yes. Love you. Thank you so much Love for you. listening to Chillin' with Ice. Don't forget to subscribe and like the channel. Leave some reviews if you like these podcasts. It helps. It works. And thank you. And you guys, peace out. Beer. Yes. <laughs>